Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to Beyond the Bump, a podcast brought to you by Jade Caldwell and Sophie Pierce. This podcast is targeted at mums, mums to be, and women in general. And gents, feel free to have a listen too. It's a place to have real discussions and ask real questions, no matter how hard, with honest and authentic people. The aim is to have you feeling lighter, more supported, and more understood after every listen. Now, we can't promise that it will always be kept PG, so please be mindful around little ears. Here we go. Today, we speak to Sophie Bell from Pepper Heart about owning her own business as a mama and working from home. We thought this episode was timely with so many other mums and dads navigating working from home in the current world climate. We hope you enjoy. Hello, Sophie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Sophie. Thank you so much for being here. Cyber. Thanks for having me. She's yeah, cyber. Virtually yeah. being here, and Jade and I are sitting a metre and a half away from one another. We're all socially distancing. We're doing the right thing. I know. We wish you could, we could have had you in the studio today, but, you know, we'll be well behaved instead. Yes, exactly. Oh, well, thanks for having me, guys. I'm super excited to be here. Pleasure. So let's just get straight into it. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your family? Yes, I have two little kitties, um, Hendrix, who is four, and then I have Pepper, who is one, and then my husband, Michael, um, and we all live in northern New South Wales. Awesome. And just quickly, how are you going? Um, I really, really mistake it. Yes, <laughs> so we all. It's definitely been a wild few weeks. Um, you know, I think everyone's just doing the best that they can and trying to, you know, do the juggle of trying to be teachers, trying to be mums, trying to be working. It's just, yeah, it's pretty wild, but we all have to do it because it's the best thing, you know, for everybody right now and hopefully we'll all get through this, you know, much stronger. Absolutely. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your business and, you know, one of the main things we got you on for is talking about working from home, but there's some other things we'll touch on too, but do you want to tell us about your business and how that runs? Yeah, absolutely. So I do a few things, but I guess um, the main thing I do at the moment is I have a digital design agency. Um, So what that means is we design websites, logos, branding, um, you know, we even work on TV shows. We kind of work on any kind of marketing or digital collateral for companies. And we work with lots of different brands of all shapes and sizes. Probably one of the biggest ones we work on is Three Birds Renovations. And with those guys, we do, you know, everything for them. We're in-house every day working on their company and also so they have a reno school, which we work on every day. Um, so that's super exciting. But then I also work with other brands on things like, you know, surfboard designs, clothing designs, just a bit of everything really. Um, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So for me, it's more about if the project feels good, I will take it on. So it's not necessarily just graphic design or website stuff. It's a bit of everything. Yeah, fantastic. So before you started running your own business from home, what were you doing prior to that? So I started out actually working from uni. I got a really great job working for the AFL. So if anyone knows me, I'm definitely not the AFL kind of person, but I loved what I did there. I got to do some really cool stuff and it meant that I learned, you know, everything to do with media and TV and digital. Um, So it was such a really great learning curve to then set me up to start my own business. But because, yeah, obviously I'm not super footy kind of vibes, I started a bit of a side hustle when I was there doing more creative things. So, you know, styling weddings and doing, all kinds of things that I just really felt that I loved at that time and I would just share that on Instagram and yeah just kind of picked up from there and people started reaching out to me asking me to you know style their home or style their business 
or start a photo shoot. And then, yeah, it just kind of evolved from from there. And I really saw when I worked there how hard it was for mums to come back after they'd had kids um, and work in that corporate environment. It was just brutal, you know, and I just didn't want that for our family. And I knew that I wanted to have kids eventually. So I was really strategic about what I was doing in the fact that I really wanted to still work. I still wanted that success, I guess, work-wise, but I also wanted to be a good mum and be at home with my kids and not waste time committing to work and doing all that kind of stuff. So that's how it all kind of happened. And then, so really um, beforehand, you were doing more hands on kind of styling, but then you had to come up with a way to transition that to more an online. Yeah, thing. it was too, too tricky. You're, you're away a lot when you do styling stuff. Yeah. It's big days and not conducive to having little babies. So I always did the digital side and the marketing, and that's what I did for AFL. So I just kind of started doing that a little bit more. Um, and it, with still that creative vibe to it. And I think that's what my business staff now still specialises in is that really creative look still. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of what I'm known for now still. And, yeah, it's become really successful. And now I've got staff and work with lots of really cool companies on doing, you know, still the creative side, um, yeah. but doing it in a digital way online. And, and what's your advice for, you know, I guess a woman and especially a mum wanting to start their own business? Yeah, I think you have to feel, for me personally, you have to feel really good about what you're doing. If I'm going to not be spending time with my kids, I want to feel really proud of what I'm working on and feel like I'm achieving something and I'm helping other people do what they really believe in. I'm not going to take on a project that doesn't feel good, that doesn't feel like that's worth taking time away from my family. So I think as a mum, make sure you've found what you love doing. You want to turn up to work every day and feel really good about it and not just be doing it for the money or doing it because you have to, I think that then makes the balance worthwhile. And how long have you run your own business for? Um, I started doing the side kind of thing while I worked at the AFL um, in 2011. So that like nine years ago, but I've been doing it full time properly now for almost seven years. I was really scared to take that jump. I was going to say, what was that jump like? Because I had a really good job and I was really, you know, I was in management. I was doing really well for my age. So it was a really scary leap, but I just, I couldn't balance the two anymore. You know, it was like I was working till 1am every night trying to get the side stuff done while still having my full-time job. So my husband was like, look, you're crazy. You need to just give it a go for six months. And if it's shit, just go back to work. Like, what have you got to lose? Let's just go for it. And we were in a position where he had a good job. So financially it wasn't as scary, I guess, because he, you know, his wage could take care of the big bills. And then, you know, so I just went for it and it just was, it went crazy. So I think once you put all your energy into it, then it just starts snowballing from there. But it definitely was a process. I didn't just quit my job and start. It definitely was a couple of years of juggling everything. And then, um, yeah, so I wouldn't change a thing. I just feel so proud of what I've done. And I, I love that I can still have my little babies in meetings. I can be breastfeeding on a call like this with clients. Like it's a really set how I want it to be. And I love that. It's very interesting because I try and, like, when I thought about you working from home, I'm like, how do you juggle your children when you work? Like, do you have a boundary where, you know, right from this time to this time I'm going to work and you guys are going to be at school or daycare or something or are you going to be at home and they're going to be running around? How do you you make that balance? Yeah, definitely. So I think 
having a routine is very, very important, especially when you have clients that are on deadlines and they have, you know, we have set meeting times and things like that. When the babies, like when Pepper and Hedrick's were tiny, it's much easier. You know, they sleep a lot, they're breastfeeding. So if they're upset, you can, you know, easily settle mm-hmm. them. Hendrix is now four and obviously <laughs> wants all the attention. Mm-hmm. He wants, wants all of me when he is around. So he now is at kindy five days a week and yeah, I just can't manage it as well because my husband works away. So he's away for six months of the year. So if he was home more, I could probably manage it a bit better, but that's just the way we have to do it at the moment. Um, but there's certain things I do every day to make sure it flows well. So I have a set routine, you know, I wake up before the kids have my shower, have a coffee so that I'm good to go once they wake up and all the craziness starts, um, you know, and then I, every day put makeup on, put nice clothes on, not like super fancy, but I just like to put something on more than, you know, pyjamas. Yeah, <laughs> um, I guess it distinguishes, yeah, like I mean, home to work, yeah. Yeah, and I have <laughs> girls that work for me, so they're coming to the house as well regularly, so can't just be in my gym jams when they come over. With Peppa, she's still quite little, so I juggle her still from home three days a week and she goes to daycare two days a week. Um, and, and as I said, yeah, Hendrix goes five days. And then I have my mother-in-law who helps, you know, one day a week as well. So I'm getting to the point where she's getting, you know, more and more active, so it is getting a bit trickier now. But I find for that first 12 months I can manage it with them around a lot. And, yeah, I just obviously am upfront with my clients. They know my situation. They know that's how I like to work. So we just yeah. kind of balance that. Yeah. And did you set up routines for your kids quite early so that you could know how your days could be structured a bit more? 100%, yeah. I, I can't function without it, especially, as I said, because my husband works away. I need to know that I can work in blocks and I often work, you know, two hours when I know Pepper's going to sleep for two hours. That's when all my meetings are, you know, that 9.30 to 11.30. All my meetings are then and then I fit my work around it and often I'll work you know, if I've had a bad day with the kids, then I'll work at night after they go to sleep. Look, I definitely know it's not perfect and it's not for everyone, but this is just, I guess, my experience and how it works for me. But it's definitely led by the kids, you know. I guess with Pepper's schedule, I work around her schedule um, to make sure that I get. And I, I really go for it once I know she's asleep. That's when I just, you know, no breaks, don't look at anything, just get stuck into work and smash it out. And how... you've mentioned it a few times that your husband's away for six months of the year is that like six months and then he's home for six months or what are the time frames that he is home and how do you make that work and I'm just still looking at you like I'm mind blown that you do make all that work (laughs) while he's not home I know it's a bit I'm a bit of a weirdo I don't know how I I don't know, it just works for me and I get it done. But, yeah, he is – we're lucky in the sense he's a week here and a week away. Okay. So I look at it as a positive that I have six months of him helping, not that it's a negative he's away for six months. So I think it's mindset and how you kind of tell yourself things are going to run. But for me, yeah, I think it's great. Those six months that he's home, he is doing he, has he done that? Has he done that for, like, the whole time that the kids have been here? So I guess you guys are so used to – like that that's your normal it probably doesn't feel like a an odd thing to do but do you have help when he's away uh not really just my mother-in-law comes over once a week and then I manage it the rest of the time um sometimes my mum helps as well but she's busy as well (laughs) but um with Hendrix we had a nanny for 12 months but I found that trickier than him going to kindy because um he was still in the house and he still want me and 
as much as it was great having an extra set of hands, I still found myself doing a lot with him. Yeah. So for me, I personally find it better when, you know, they're both out of the house. I can just get through it and smash it out. Um, well, with yeah, kids, just, it's so often out of sight, out of mind. Like I know that yeah. if, yeah, Poppy's with someone and it's somewhere else, she'll never ask about It's like I don't exist. But if she yeah. knows I'm in the house and I'm oh, trying to Oh, you need to make her done, every meal under the sun. It's like you're still snack fish. Yeah. You're still... <laughs> Yeah, they're knocking at the door, they're opening the door, they're, yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't work. So it's yeah. like I either have to, yeah, be out of sight completely or they have to be off out of the house completely. So, you know, if my mum does take them, then I'm like, can you take them to your house or I will go to your house and work yeah. so that we can swap because at this age, they're just so needy still and yeah. they just will be like, mum, 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 mum. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's brutal. But, you know, Michael has always done – but, you know, he's always worked in that industry. He's always travelled for work. So we're so used to it and for us it works really well because we do get that really quality time yeah. when he's home. He doesn't have to even look at his phone. Like he's completely present and, you know, he does, yeah, all the stuff with the kids when he's home so that I can just focus on work. So I look at like one week of craziness and then the next week I'm like I can just do my thing and really get into work. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I think one week on, one week off sounds a lot better than six months. Yes. Yeah, I, I was thinking yeah. six months on, six months off, and no thank you. No, no, he's just for the year is away for six months yeah. of the whole year. But, it's but it is nice to think he's home for six months. That's nice. Yeah. And how did, not that it's the focus of this chat, but, mm. you know, I'm sure Hendrix understands it now. Like were there times when they're little that, he gets home, like especially when they're really little and like the kids don't recognise who he is or anything like that? Like, no, no nothing not at like all. That. No. No. So we like they FaceTime every night. They're so, yeah, we speak to him like probably five times a day when he's away. Like yeah. we talk so much. And so, yeah, no, not at all. They they just understand daddy's at work this week and then daddy's home. And when he's home, it's like they go to the beach every day. They're like they have yeah. the best time ever. So they have such a good bond that, yeah, it's just normal. They don't know any different either. Oh, um, and they'd get more time with their more time. dad than I guess in a, like a stereotypical family or however you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, that's how we look at it. Like it's that quality time. It's not just, you know, they've come home from work, they're exhausted and then they go into bed. Yeah. Like he, when his home is fully engaged and, you know, they yeah, go to the beach every day and do the stuff that Hendrix really loves. So did that's it, more important. Did it take a bit of time to work out what routine would work for everyone like because I feel like even when I open my laptop up to do some emails I have children flying at me they they know immediately (laughs) that I'm about to do something important and I just can't do it so I can't even imagine having a and running a, a massive business trying to work all those areas out yeah I think one was much easier like when Hendrix was little I found it obviously much easier I would just work around his sleep schedule and then I had the energy still to work at night a lot but now with two and Hendrix stays up slightly later now Mm. he's not you know that six o'clock bedtime which Pepper is in I would then I'm quite exhausted obviously by the end of the day now so my mind is just like I don't want to work at night at the moment so it is just finding the right rhythm I guess for each stage as your family grows as well so what works with Hendrix doesn't now necessarily work as well with Pepper. Um, but I think it's just, you know, don't beat yourself up. You can't be the best at everything. And that's my mindset mm. is just do your best. And especially in our current climate with what's yeah. going on with like COVID, like 
you're not a school teacher, you're not also a mum, you're not also a worker, like those three things you can't all do at once. Like that's really hard. So, you know, I think you've just got to go with the flow and some days are going to be really shit and some days are going to be great. And I think you just have to do your best and I just have to, you know, relay that to my clients that I've, you know, I'm just trying to do my best at the moment, but they're willing to wait for that work because it's worth it for them yeah. as well, I guess. Um, but just don't beat yourself up. Like I never will get pissed off at myself because I haven't done everything on my checklist today. You know, if Pepper's not feeling well, then of course I'm not going to smash out a big strategy document and feel like I'm killing it at life. I think it's just, you know, do what you can and still feel good about that. Um, because the whole point of me doing this was for my family and that's what I have to always remind myself yeah. was mm. I want to, I, I want to be successful so that my kids can see me working hard and building a life for us. But I also want to be a good mum too. So it's kind of just giving that balance and not beating yourself up if it all goes to shit. <laughs> and, and how are you doing it at the moment with the whole situation of no school, et cetera? Yeah, it's definitely tricky. And it, for me, I do a lot of Zoom meetings. I always have because I don't like to waste time driving in my car to, you know, physical meetings. And most of my clients are out of Sydney and I'm in Northern New South Wales. So for me, Zoom is amazing. And at the moment, I'm finding it hard because the kids are running around the mm-hmm. background. You can hear them. And I just, I'm like, oh, it's so distracting. So I've been lucky that my husband is home at the moment, but he flies out again today. He can still travel for work at the moment. Um, so he leaves again today. And yeah, so I'm very nervous for how the next little while will go. Peppa is fine. She's like the easiest kid in the world. But yeah, just trying to keep Hendrix busy is definitely a challenge. challenging. <laughs> yeah. I'm finding that challenging enough and I'm not necessarily trying to have Zoom calls at the same time. And I think what you said about, you know, giving ourselves a break is so true, especially at the moment. Like, you know, you could be a, a mum that works full-time at work all week and now all of a sudden, as you say, you're not only full-time work from home, you're a full-time mum at home and a full-time school teacher at home. And so yeah. you are taking on three full-time jobs on top of everything else that comes around that. And yeah, especially with school, I've heard about the the curriculum apparently is from like 9 to 3.30 every day. Like that blows my mind. Especially with young children, like they just don't have the attention. Like, you know, if they were 14 or 15, then they're obviously going to be better at sitting there and doing work. But you have young kids, it is just brutal at the moment. And I think, you know, everyone just needs to be kind to themselves. This is not something the world has ever experienced. So we just have to kind of get through it the best way we can and just be gentle on ourselves because, yeah, there's no way everyone can manage this. You can't be expected to work at the capacity you normally are. You can't be expected to be the mum. You normally are. You know, like everything is just... I know, and I agree with that. I I picked up like these packs, hard copy packs that the girls have to do for school. And a girlfriend of mine was being, she was overwhelmed because she's like, like, you know, he's just, my son's not listening to me. He's not listening to me doing this. And I'm like, babe, you aren't a teacher. Like you're not, you weren't supposed to be able to teach him and do everything else. I said, why don't you just play Lego with him? Because mm. that's something that he would love and you're, you're both not going to get stressed out. And you know what? A few weeks, two months of doing what we're doing, I really don't think is going to affect it. And I, I think we need to really pull ourselves in and be more mindful of our stress and anxieties at this time in front of our kids rather than our ability to teach when we've never done well, it before. Well, it's almost yeah. offensive to teachers. Like there's a reason they yeah. study. There's a reason they... <laughs> yeah, you, you don't... Know, it's not easy. Yeah, there's a reason and they do prac and they learn and if we all think that 
in the space of a weekend, we're going to go from, okay, our kids finish school on Friday and on Monday we're going to be the teacher. If we think we're going to do just as good a job, I think that's offensive to teachers. But it's, all, it's also, yeah, it's also the, di- the different levels of the students. Like I've got one in kindy and one in grade one and one of them blitzes through everything. So I'm having to keep up with her and keeping her stimulated with whatever she's doing. And the other one is a com- at a completely different level and pace. So it's just, it's, it's so interesting really understanding what they go through day to day with all these children and, get, you know, supporting them all. I think that, yeah, when they go back, we'll be handing them a fair few presents. <laughs> oh, I think once people can hug again, the school teachers are <laughs> going to be crying. absolutely inundated with hugs. Oh. Yeah. Inundated, like, I love you. Please don't ever let yeah. happen again. We need to stick together. Yeah. yeah. You get a pay rise. <laughs> yeah. Every teacher, daycare teacher, like you deserve a million dollars a year, seriously. Absolutely. We, just, yeah. we need you. Yeah, uh, I think it's, um, yeah, every parent is in the same boat and it's just wild. But I, I agree with what you said, Jay, because, if, you know, eight weeks or however long we're going to be at home with the kids, like let's just enjoy that time and connect with them and teach them things that we can teach them but don't beat yourself up if you're not teaching them like, you know, I nice agree. And, so. and life skills are so important. Like even just, mm. you know, all right, you have to help me pull the clothes out and we can go and do it on the um, clothesline just tiny little things that we do at home and having them help with that is interesting enough. It's just literally just teaching them anything. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And as we said, like I don't think that eight weeks off structured curriculum is going to be the make or break as to, you know, what they're going to be able to do in the future. If anything, it could make them better. And be like, oh, I didn't learn that in that eight weeks I had off. I don't know what to do now at work when I'm 22. Like, they're going to be fun. What do you mean you didn't use your algebra today? (laughs) I've just been doing some stuff over here right now, actually, yeah, working everything out. Owning your own business, did you get to take any form of maternity leave or time off Mm. when you had the kidlets? Ooh, no, and this, I know I'll probably get some hate for this response, but I literally, uh, with Peppa, I gave birth on Friday and I had a work launch on the Monday following that. So I was also filming our house build for a TV series and I filmed a week later as well on site with her. So my schedule that time was just not advisable like no one else should do that it's not good practice but I had to do it because of that's where you know my job was at at the time so yeah it definitely was manic but luckily she was a good baby and just was snuggled into me and you know was filming with me on side and stuff like that and with Hendrix my business had got to a point where it was really starting to go really well at that point so I didn't want to lose that momentum and at that time I didn't have any staff so I couldn't just say hey see you clients thanks for everything I'll see you in six months when I'm back Mm. it just wasn't feasible and you know luckily he was you know pretty good sleeper and stuff so I just yeah worked around (laughs) his sleep times but with both kids I didn't get any time off but I also am not going to an office so I could have you know I'd be sitting like this with pepper on my chest on my laptop or you know working around how she was and how I was feeling. So I wasn't working like nine to five every day or anything like that. I would just work around both of us and how we were feeling. Do you find that most of your clients are women? Yeah, a lot, but I also have a lot of guy clients. You know, I work with quite a few construction companies, like high-end builders um, and designers. So they actually are super lovely as well and they just love 
especially Peppa because I take her to meetings and stuff. They just love her. So um, they've all been so good. And I'm just really honest with them. And they know that when we go into the arrangement, that this is my life, you know. So I would love to work with you, but it's not a nine-to-five job. It's not a normal agency setup. But we still deliver all our projects on time and all of that stuff. But we just don't work a normal nine-to-five block. I think it's refreshing. Um, it's It's a really refreshing approach. That you can yeah. incorporate everything and, you know, make it work for your family, make it work for yourself and your clients are happy to to do it that way. Yeah, I think they understand and I think it's, you know, it is becoming more and more normal now to it, you get the best out of people you're working with if they're happier as well mm-hmm. and that's how I feel, you know. I want to still be a mum but I also want to have a good job and I still want to feel my brain doing certain things and I want to have a nice house. You know, they're the things I'm working towards for my family as well. So Speaking of was, a nice house, I can see that you're sitting on a white couch. How is that still white with two kids? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's honestly, I, I think I've spoken to you about this before, Sophie. It's yeah. one of the biggest questions I get on Instagram is how do you keep your couch white? Oh. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you noticed, but my white couch just got sold and I've replaced it with a brown leather couch um, because I was done with it. Too much stress. How do you do it? No, what is your answer? Well, I'm in my office, like in the studio at the moment. So this, the kids don't really sit up here very often. If they do, it's, you know, for a few minutes and then I'm like, all right, get out, mum's working. (laughs) But... um, But, yeah, so downstairs I have a, a big kind of white couch and I just don't – the biggest thing I did was not let them have any food anywhere near it and that just changed the whole thing. And I found, yeah, it's fine now. And I've got a big white rug as well down there and both are still white. We've had so a few accidents. simple. Those – like just, just don't put food near my yeah. white couch and my white rug. But I think you have to yeah. start that from the start. Yeah, boy. I think that's yeah. really hard. To, like I think at like two or three that's really hard to – come back like that's the situation (laughs) I was in whereas all of a sudden I was with Poppy like you can't eat that near there and she was just like yeah I can I always have see when I when I go through these cleaning frenzies on a regular cycle of like maybe Monday I'm like yep the house is clean no one touch anything don't touch the couch I've just vacuumed it don't do this don't do that they're like okay but in two days we're gonna sit on the couch and have all the crumbs (laughs) So it never, ever, ever stays. But you're right. If we had have implemented at the start, yeah. I would have been allowed a, a white couch. Yeah, they're like, let mum have 48 hours yeah. of a clean couch. Yeah, they're like, whatever, mum. By Wednesday, like she'll be back. harping on about something else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. And get washable covers. I yes. wash my covers, like, do the whole thing, like, once a month or whatever, and it just looks brand new again. So that's my biggest tip. Speaking of clean, with working from the home and working during their nap times etc do you have a cleaner yes and we also have photo shoots at our house so our house always has to be pretty clean I guess because people are hiring it you know we only do them probably well at the moment we're not doing them at all but (laughs) but normally we just limit them to like once a fortnight so that it's not too disruptive to our family because it is you know, a process and then obviously we all have to leave while the shoot's on. So, yeah, we do have a cleaner every week, once a week, yep. and she does all of the floors and the bathrooms um, mm-hmm. for me and then I just tidy the rest yep. of the house. But I also every night 
I try and do about a half an hour clean because yeah. I just, if I wake up and the house is a bomb, I already feel dishevelled for the That's day. That's exactly and, what we were just saying before um, yeah. before we called you, that I feel like the only way we can survive at the moment is, you know, let's just leave the whole house a mess and stop trying to clean it throughout yes. the day while they're home. And then when we get to the night time, absolutely give it a clean so you feel like you're already starting on a positive note when you wake up in the morning it'll turn to shit I'm sure all day like in terms Mm. of the mess but if you can wake up and like make your bed and have a nice fresh house to start with especially the kitchen totally the kitchen I feel like it's a change up yeah Nick and I had this discussion right last night because I was driving myself mad like because I'm like if I'm home like obviously we're all home more now than we normally are Mm. I'm like if I'm going to be home I want want it to feel like a nice space but I'm driving myself mad like following after Poppy (laughs) cleaning up after her as she it's like it's like a a crumb trail of like play-doh and food and everything and I was like okay no matter how close behind her I am I cannot keep this place clean so let's just let's just let it turn to crap every day and every night I'll put it back to its clean slate and the next day we'll start again because otherwise I'm gonna go mad yeah I think it's all the eating like I normally you know we'll get a coffee takeaway or you know a few things now it's like you're eating breakfast lunch dinner everything so it's all the dishes it's all the kitchen stuff which you normally you know you know, it is don't get that much yeah and it's non-stop isn't it because you just someone is always in the bloody kitchen like get <laughs> out of the kitchen I don't know how anything in the fridge is staying cold because I feel like someone has the fridge door open at all times I'm like no matter how many times you look in there there's there's still not a lot in there. Can we just say thank God they're still doing takeaway and delivery because, yeah. honestly, yes. there's times where I'm like, no, we just literally need to do takeaway tonight. I don't want that kitchen touched. Yeah. I can't cope. Yeah. yeah, the dishes, it's just out of control. And I keep going to the groceries and spending all this money and then I open the fridge and I'm like, I've got nothing no. to eat. I just went to the groceries. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. what's happening. Absolutely. You probably do spend a fair bit of time at home with working from home and then your home being your home, funnily enough. Do you have any (laughs) tips for all of us that are all of a sudden finding ourselves spending a lot of time Mm. at home? Yeah, 100%. So, you know, day to day at the moment, my life doesn't actually feel that different, you know, pre-COVID and now. It's just that Hendrix is home all the time, which is the one thing I'm kind of finding trickier. But, yeah, so I, I love being at home and I obviously work from home. Um, and you have so, a lovely home. And I have, have a lovely home. home. Yeah, love our house, obviously. But, yeah, so the biggest thing I would say is just to have that routine, you know, like have a time where you're going to start your day and that's when you make sure you get out. I know it sounds dumb, but have a shower, get changed, put on fresh clothes for the day, get ready like you're going out for the day. And also the TV is like the worst I find for wellness for productivity for everything so I always like get to you know 8 30 whatever tv goes off no more news or whatever you have on and just have really good music on that makes 8 30 a.m not p.m (laughs) (laughs) it can only be on for like 16 hours a day (laughs) yeah only just a little bit of the day um and then just you know have good music on I find I feel so much Mm more positive and upbeat when I have good good beats on and you can you know and make sure you're moving your body um and for people that aren't used to working from home I find setting blocks is good as well so like do say you're going to work for two or three hours and then have a break like go stretch your legs go have some food and then go back again and do another two or three hours because it is really tricky if you're not used to working from home I think to keep that motivation up and 
you know, to be expected to work like a normal office just isn't going to happen. So, Well, I guess you yeah. have so much extra time in the day because you're not commuting to work and doing those yeah. other things, finding a park, those other things that are involved with going to work. And so, meetings, like yeah. lots of meetings at work and you have lots of people stop by your desk and, you know, all those kind of moments in the day where when you're just by yourself sitting at a desk, it's hard to keep that motivation. But if you sit down and do a productive two hours, what you can smash out in two hours at home I think is so much more than what you maybe could in the office if you actually hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think and it's just like having a a list that you're trying to achieve in a day that's realistic. You then are ticking those items off and you feel good. You're like, okay, cool. I've got through that project. I've got that started, you know, having little goals that you're achieving every day is helpful. How do you find like just staying, like sitting and staying and doing what you need to do for those two to three hours and not like peer out of the corner of your eye and see like a pile of washing going, oh, probably should just do that and get distracted and start doing, you know, different things because you're at home. It is really hard, but I just try and I always put washing on in the morning and then if I need to go, you know, put it in the dryer or whatever later on in the day, I'll do that. But I try not to do any like major cleaning or anything like that. Obviously when I'm in work hours, I just try and stick to kind of that zone. And my studio is upstairs separate to the house, you know, everything's downstairs. So my office stays quite clean because the kids aren't really up here hanging out. So for me, that's really separate and the house is separate. So doesn't give me that temptation to kind of start cleaning all of that stuff. But also the other thing I wanted to mention is make sure you set boundaries with your family and friends. Like, I think it took years for my mum and dad and everyone to understand that I still work. Like it's not just, I'm not just at home hanging out. You know, yes, people are on maternity leave and they want to go to the park with you and do stuff. But for me, it was like just sending those boundaries that I'm just like I'm in an office, you know. So when I'm at work, I'm at work. And then outside of that, we can hang out because yeah. people used to just pop in all the time and they're like, let's have a cup of tea. And I was like, I'm, I'm like in, I'm at work mm. right now. Yeah. And so it's just making those boundaries clear to everyone in your circle that, you know, yes, I am at home, but I also, it's like I'm at an office. And so you've got to treat it like that. Because, mm. yeah, I found that for ages. Everyone would just pop in and want to hang out. I was like, oh. I don't think it was until I became a mum that I kind of realised what working from home would really involve. Like I used to think that like, oh, if you work from home, that would be so cruisy. Like you just exercise when you want to, go make yourself a cuppa when you want to, go watch TV. But like I- I'm hats off to you. I think that there's actually you need so much involved yeah. with it. Yeah, you have to be committed to it and I think it's easy to kind of become unproductive so you have to really and I know it's not for everybody like a lot of people like that structure of being in a workplace and having that rhythm of a working office but for me I actually find I just love it I love the flexibility I love that I can we can travel for six weeks overseas and I can work the Mm. whole time we're away so my business keeps turning no matter what we're doing in our lives where we are anywhere in the world I can still work and run my business so that for me is a major bonus, um, especially when my husband is able to take a lot of time off work as well. Yeah. just means that we can, you know, still travel and do the things we love but still be earning an income. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it kind of gives us the best of both. And how many staff members do you have? Um, I've got two full-time and then now we have probably three or four contractors that we work with per, per project basis. So it just depends on what we're working on and their different skill sets. Um, yeah. But we were just about to hire a new person last week, but then we're just kind of waiting mm, to see what's absolutely. happening with the current climate. It was just a bit scary taking yeah. on a new person at the moment. So, yeah. And all those stuff, are they kind of via correspondence or they work from your house or? 
Um, so it just depends. Uh, Jenna is at the house quite regularly, but then the other couple of other girls are just working from their house. So it just depends yeah. what we've got on, but we'll do face-to-face meetings sometimes and then they'll work from there sometimes. At the moment, obviously, they're all working from home, but it just depends really. But we use Zoom a lot. And do, have you found, like in your last house, did you have an office there as well? So the last house we were renting while we were built, but our last big reno that we did, I had a separate office there. Yeah. Um, and that was, I was much more dedicated, I guess, in terms of my structure there because I only had Hendrix at that time where now I've got the two, it's kind of a bit more, I'm a bit more flexible with my day yeah. um, in terms of I don't just sit at my desk all day. I yeah. kind of, if Pepper's playing, I can be downstairs working my laptop and she can play for a little bit and, and vice versa. We'll come upstairs when she's having a nap and stuff like that. So, but yeah, the girls that work with me all understand and they kind of go with the flow based around the kids as well. Will there be another child on the car? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Pre, pre-corona, yes. At the moment, I'm like, oh, my God, no more kids right now. Yeah. It's like so hectic. Says every but... parent ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, like, why do we have kids right now? It's like everyone keeps on saying, oh, there's going to be a baby boom next year. I'm like, are you kidding? Everyone's going to go out and get no, vasectomies. No, no. no, people <laughs> yes. having their – the baby boom will only be people having their first child. Because yes. yes. all of a sudden everyone's working from home. What else are you going to do? with a lunch break how is <laughs> however everyone that's already got kids is suddenly like oh I always said I wanted four two's fine thanks actually I'm happy to shift yeah. one off maybe <laughs> do you think that 100% and I know this is very hypothetical because you're not mm. in this situation yet but if you do have a third do, would you probably incorporate a nanny just because you are going to have that extra child on your hands or do you think you'd be able to manage it how you are now with you know the balance of everything that you're doing I think I would have to get help because yeah. I'm at capacity. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like at the moment I'm using every minute of every day in some way. So I just, you know, and I'm trying to this year have a bit more balance in terms of looking after myself as well. So um, on Fridays, for example, I'm trying to finish a bit earlier on Fridays now and just have that time to quickly go and, you know, not that we can do much at the moment, but usually I would go, you know, to house in with my husband for a drink before we pick up the kids from kindy or, you know, whatever it may be. So I'm just trying to have a little bit more balanced because I can't keep sustaining how I've been working. So um, so if we had a third, yes, I think I would definitely um, have to get some more help, especially if my husband continues to work away. Um, but we definitely want to have more children and I think, you know, just trying to make that work around what we're doing now. But, yeah, it's it's all you just got to go with the flow is my approach. I don't have a set goal of how my days look and I think that's how you have to be. You can't just say I'm going to work these hours, I'm going to do this this every day because that you know you know what kids are like you just have to go with the flow more and not beat yourself up if it doesn't go how you planned how do you Um, set with your business being you know mainly online how do you set boundaries around um you know not being on your phone all day and all night or not checking emails all day and all night what do you have boundaries around that yeah, well, I try and be, you know, when I'm in work mode, I try to be as focused and in the moment and be, that's my whole focus. And then when it hits to like 5.30 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm then full mum mode and I just try and, you know, be as present as I can, especially on the weekends. I just give absolutely everything to my kids so they feel that, you know, that I am so involved. And I think they just know that that's how it works. You know, I still do have my phone at night, but I try, it's only really for emergencies or, you know, we do a lot of launches at the evening for our clients. So at eight o'clock at night and stuff like that. So I will be keeping an eye on my phone, but I'm not 
just there responding to emails all night. I try and really shut off unless necessary from, you know, that 5, 5.30 mark. Um, but, yeah, it's just a juggle and every day is different. So I, I don't set, you know, a hard and fast rule for every day. I just try and do the best I can, I guess. You've got um, a very good mindset and it obviously works. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, it's I think it's seven years or so now I've worked full-time from home. So, you know, I'm really trying to have the lifestyle I want but also have the success. So it's just trying to find that balance of both mm. um, where my family and I are both happy in that kind of little harmonious rhythm we've got going on. What do you find is the biggest challenge working from home? I think I just feel like there's not much downtime. Like I really yeah. am from the time I get up, it's we're on and it's like, okay, let's get the kids to kindy or let's get, you know, everyone organized and out the door. And then it's straight into meetings from nine and then it's work, 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 work. And then it's home time, but pick up the kids again. And then, you know, so it's just, for me, it's, it's a big grind. So when my husband is home, obviously it's a lot easier to manage because he does those drop-offs and then I can just get ready and go to work a bit more peacefully in the mornings. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess that's the only downside is that it's just always all go. There's not much downside. Yeah, and are there any um, services you've found that you think are helpful in terms of, like, do you get food delivery or, like, mm-hmm. you know, like food delivery boxes or things that you do to make breakfast easy or anything like that? Yeah, 100%. And Bell, he like he loves to cook. So, sorry, I say Michael and Bell, but it's the same person. We just call my husband Bell. But he loves to cook. So, he does most of the cooking when he's home. And then when he heads off, he normally has food ready for me for the week. Oh, nice. That's one thing I don't do well is when he's away and it's just me and the kids. I won't cook a big dinner just for myself. Um, so, just those little things. I think making the food side easier and home delivery for Woolies is so good. And, yeah, fresh food boxes is really good. And just not putting pressure on yourself to, like, cook these amazing meals every night if you don't have time like Mm. I think just do your best and if the kids have to eat something from you know something basic every now and then it's all good it's not the end of the world they generally finish it when it's basic (laughs) yes exactly so I think don't put pressure on yourself to be the best at everything you can't like let's just focus on what you can be good at and they just care about your time and I prefer to play with Hendrix for a few hours at night instead of cooking for hours on end for him and then he doesn't eat it anyway. So yeah. um, he's like so annoying at the moment with food. So he would just prefer to eat some tomatoes. Then that's fine. You can have some tomatoes for dinner. You know, like it's not going to be the end of the world. So yeah, it definitely changes week to week depending on if Bell's here or not. But the more you can get help with, the better. And just call out for help too. Like if I'm having a really bad week, I will call my mum or call my mother-in-law and say, can you please stay over? I just need some help tonight. I'm, you know, super drained or whatever it may be and then go from there. And also I think, for me, I spend so much time at home, so it's easy to then fall into the trap of staying home on the weekends because we've got a pool and stuff, so I'm like, oh, I'll just chill by the pool. But I think it's very important to get out and make sure you are still, you know, just even just go, to, go for coffee um, and to break up that week or else it gets a bit like, mm-hmm. you know, you crazy. what day are we up to, yeah. Yeah, it gets a bit of a grind. So I think, you know, even just going for a cocktail on a Friday afternoon for an hour, that just makes me go, oh, I, I did something outside the house today and it felt really good. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get better at this year is just breaking up that working week a little bit more. Well, if you need some friends, we're available. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I would love that. <laughs> I've been around twice. I'm happy to come around. Well, not yeah, right now. Over. Yeah, yeah, not right yes. now, not right now. You go. I was going to say, we'll have to do another podcast where we have cocktails and we can um, How fabulous. I think yes. it needs to be face-to-face the next one. Yeah. Yes. On your white couch. 
Yes. No food. <laughs> no food. No food. No food. No food. <laughs> now tell us liquids. what's the number one thing you're looking forward to doing post COVID? Ah, mm. uh, traveling. I like know. Just, I, I just we love to travel. We love like we've got you know things booked that we've had to cancel and stuff. Like I know that is just first world problems. Like we're just so grateful to be healthy and to mm. have a safe home to be in. But yeah, I just can't wait to get out and support all our local businesses that we love, all the restaurants and bars that we normally go to, and all the shops. You know, just get get out and be free and just not take for granted things like going for a beautiful dinner and catching up with our gorgeous friends and family and just hugging everyone and kissing everyone (laughs) and just being normal you know it's just such a bizarre bizarre time so I just want to yeah just live our life how we were you know and not take it for granted (laughs) but I think but I think this is a good time for not just people in business but everybody to kind of really reset their way of living their way of working and just look at everything as a whole as like this is a big wake-up call to really mm. assess everything in your life and make sure that you're doing it how you want to be doing it moving forward and use it as a positive to kind of, yeah, move in a new direction once it all is. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's it's um, very true. Yeah. Well, it seems like you are doing everything how you want to be doing it and it's working for you pre, prior yeah. and post-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> It's not perfect, trust me. It's not perfect. It's wild, but, you know, it's what I, yeah, it works for me and for our family at the moment. So, yeah, we'll just keep going yeah. with it until it doesn't work anymore. So, yeah. And I think that's why you've had such success in your business is because you have put full faith in yourself and you've said this is the way I do things. This is what you're kind of going to have to expect if you go with me, but your work speaks for itself and it's, you know, as you said, it's worth the wait and it's worth the flexibility and um, it's amazing that you've just backed yourself and gone, no, I don't apologise for anything. This is just the way I do it because this is why I chose to do what I do. So, yeah, and I think, you know, if you set clear what you're like, and success looks different to everybody, but my success is that I can have children and still have my job like that to me is, you know, makes me feel good and makes me feel proud. So I think it's just each individual has to look at what makes them feel good and yeah. then kind of set their goals based on that, you know, mm. um, and just be flexible. Like you can't just, everything's not going to be perfect in parenthood, in work, everything. It's just, you've got to be, you've got to go with the flow. I like that. Go with the flow. I'm going to go with the flow when I get home. I think you. I think yeah. the good thing is you have a structure and a routine, but then you go with the flow within that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Because mm. full-blown going with the flow does not work for me. That does not work, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. My kids sleep well and they sleep in blocks and, you know, they, they have good little routines and, you know, touch wood, they're pretty good most of the time. So I'm lucky in that sense, but we have worked for that routine. Yeah. You know, mm. it's, it didn't just happen and I think – that's how I'm able to work is because I know that they're going to be sleeping for those two hours and then awake for two hours and then sleeping for two hours. So I know everything can flow within that structure. Yeah. Um, And just in yourself having a routine every day makes you feel so much better, you know, even without work, if you just a stay-at-home mum, you know, that routine makes you feel good, you know, having that structure and having that kind of flow to your day just makes you feel good, I think. Yeah. 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 Well, I feel a lot more positive about my day. I'm going to take on your advice now that everyone's stay at home everything. Put some good music on and just shake it out in the morning and just, and my other mantra is like tomorrow is a new day. Like if you have a really shit day, just go to sleep, sleep it off, and the then sun tomorrow will come is a new day. Tomorrow. <laughs> is that your thing? <laughs> <laughs> <So funny. laughs> 
give it to Annie to get us all inspired. That's so true. I always wonder why it feels so much nicer when Nick's here. And like, sure, his presence is nice, but as soon as he gets home, he puts on music and gosh, yeah. it makes such a difference. And every day I forget, of course. But I put on Justin Bieber around about four. Yes. And I pour myself a little bit of a wine and I do a little yes. bit of cooking dinner and everyone's like, oh, Justin Bieber's on again. <laughs> I love it. And I your husband's it. like, hand me another drink because yeah. I'm so over listening to Bieber. <laughs> that is so good. But, yeah, that's amazing. you got to treat yourself. And, yeah, having a wine at night, like treat yourself. You deserve it. That's right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out and, and having During a chat with us. Times. Yeah, we really appreciate oh, it. Thanks for having me. I hope I didn't babble along too much and hopefully you get something from it. <laughs> no, you were awesome. You were awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Bump. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. If you didn't, good on you. You can also follow us on Instagram at beyondthebump.podcast to stay up to date on behind the scenes and future episodes. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.